Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Joe Fitzgerald, and joining us on the show is Mr. Jonathan Best of Best's Academy, coming to you from Columbus, Mississippi. Jonathan, how are you today, sir? What's going on? I am fantastic. Very happy to be here. I was excited when y'all reached out, and um, I'm hoping to uh, inform some people of, uh, you know, I don't know how much y'all have martial arts content on, but I'm happy to be here. Certainly. And and certainly no newbie to the idea of, of radio and podcasting either. You have you have certainly plenty more experience than the majority of our guests in that asset of this. Why don't you tell a little bit about that history before we get into the interview itself here? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I actually work as a DJ, traffic director, uh, production director, and imaging director for a local radio station that runs five different stations. So uh, pretty much my full-time job is... Uh, setting up i have a shift on the air and then setting up anything that goes on the air that isn't specifically artist music so liners and commercials promotions all that kind of stuff that that's my day-to-day life yeah and so we moonlight you are the batman of martial arts here if you will jonathan obviously we want to talk about best academy and and what that looks like from an operations standpoint why don't you tell people first and foremost what this business is and, and when did this all get started? Absolutely. Uh, well, my personal martial arts journey began when I was 13 years old. I uh, was um, interested in taking it and I finally got in the door when I was 13 at a place called East Mississippi Tong Sudo in Amory, Mississippi. And from there, uh, years and years going through high school and community college I kept attending and eventually uh, was brought in as an instructor and began teaching at the uh, at that location and I was uh, offered that studio uh, my instructor back then was like you can take over East Mississippi Tonkado and you know I'm going to step down in a few years and uh, that was very enticing, but I kind of wanted to do my own thing. You know, uh, that was his legacy. That's what he built up. I wanted to do something that I made. And um, so that's why I didn't accept that. And plus, I, I hadn't gotten to university yet. I was still at community college. I didn't know where my life was taking me at that point. And um, so I actually declined. And then uh, while I was at university, uh, that studio shut down. And after that studio shut down, I was like, well, I better do something or, or not. Like it's time to put up or shut up. So I opened up my own studio in December of 2016 at a place called steel monkey CrossFit and, uh, just rented a space from them. And, uh, that worked out for about a year. And then it, didn't. <laughs> I'm not going to go into too much detail on, on that because I have a lot of respect for the people who, who allowed me that opportunity. Um, and I don't want anything to seem um, harmful sure. for that. Uh, sure. So, but after we were gone there, I had no place to train other than public spaces. So we actually trained under a bridge at uh, the Riverwalk in Columbus, which sounds crazy, but it is true. Um 
we trained there. The bridge was nice. It, it gave us shade. It, it kept the, the rain off of us on rainy days. And, you know, it, it, get, it let us do what we had to do. And it was a free public space. So it was 100% profit, but it was, it was very hard to grow there, as you can imagine. Um, whenever someone, you know, you can have the nicest website in the world, but when someone calls you or emails you and they say, Hey, where's your classes? We want to come. You go, Hey, meet me at the bridge at the park <laughs> under the bridge. We're going to do yeah, some not karate, exactly the most you know? sellable situation. Yeah. It's, and I tried to make it fair. I didn't want to charge people an arm and a leg to come train under a bridge, you know? So I tried to meet people financially in a way that uh, made sense to me. Um, but it was sad because, you know, as a business, you want to grow and you want to, you know, you, you want to keep moving. And it's very, I had a very hard time doing that uh, where I was. And then luckily one of the uh, parents of one of the children in our kids class was like, you should come train in a building on our property, which was nice. And we did do that for once again, about a year. Um, and so we were training at a, <laughs> we were training in this person's shed, pretty much. Uh, they had like a boat and tools and, you know, it was all kinds of stuff. And that was a whole nother can of worms because as a studio owner, you want to set up your, your, your dojang, which is pretty much, it's a dojo, but in Korean dojang. Okay. Um, so you want to set up your dojang in a specific way. And, you know, you have these ideas, but when it's not your property, you can't, you know, you only have so much leeway and, and, and you don't want to be rude to the people who are letting you use the space. And so once again, it's like uh, people were like, oh, we, you know, they contact us through the website. We want to come train. Where are you at? You give them an address this time, which looks better than under the park or under the bridge at the park. So it was an improvement. We had an address and people would come to the address, but then they would walk into a shed and there was like tools and a boat. And, you know, it was just weird. Um, <laughs> it's it just another situation, but uh, we did that for a long time. And then those people moved. And when they moved, of course, we did not have access to that anymore. So it was back to the park. And um, during all of this time, I was looking around for a space to train like for years. Uh, I've been looking for places in Columbus that would let us do that. And there's a lot of, there is a lot of stiff competition in Columbus when it comes to martial arts. Um, there's like five or six, I can name off the top of my head, just other martial arts studios. It's a pretty tiny town, like 27,000 people. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of studios. So uh, all the places that you would think of for a, a startup like mine, you know, YMCA, gyms, you know, uh, any place that just has a space for that, they were all taken by other studios. So it was rough. And then eventually, uh, because of my alumni status at the university here in Columbus, I was already a gym member there. And I had tried to uh, use a space of theirs and it didn't work out, but I found out that they had a new events coordinator. They had a new person in charge. So I tried it again and uh, it just happened to work out. So now I'm uh, training out of an aerobics room in the gym of the Mississippi university for women's campus in Columbus, Mississippi. And that has been working out oh. fabulously. It's a wonderful yeah. location. Um, you said you looked at my Instagram and Facebook and sure. stuff. So you've probably seen the new location. It's like, 
it's awesome. It's great. Yeah. Uh, and far not, be it from the days of, of training under the bridge. Absolutely. Yeah. And you can see those pictures too. Like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I documented the whole journey pretty, pretty, uh, pretty rigorously just cause I wanted to, um, be able to look back and say, right. you know, and, the and crazy true, beginnings, true entrepreneurship fashion, really grinding it out. Right. You decided we're going to make this happen one way or another, whether we have a location, whether we're training outside, whether we're training at a park, now we're finally in a decent spot that, that you think that you can grow from. Talk to us a little bit about sort of the, the services of this. Obviously, you mentioned a couple of times that this is based in martial arts. For people who aren't as familiar with this, what are you working on? If I'm, if I'm somebody interested in coming to train or join this business, how do you describe what you do? Oh, absolutely. I, I said, I've said that every time I say absolutely. And then I start talking anyways, what we do, we train under the world tongue studio association, which has a curriculum. Um, we are a certified studio under the WTSDA and um, there's three pillars. There's better person, better health, and self-defense. So three pillars of the same structure. And I know that gym lords, you probably talk to a lot of people who just mainly focus on the physical fitness portion of it, which is an important portion of martial arts. Um, but you know, I believe that martial arts should be for everyone. And therefore, you know, if you're if you're a 75 year old grandmother, I'm not going to give you the exact same curriculum that I would give like a 16 year old kid. Like, it's just, uh, I try to, to, to make it, um, I try to make it custom for, for every person. You know, we have different classes. We have a tiny tigers class for four and five year olds that get them started with good habits and then we teach them some of the curriculum al along the way but it's more set to just get them started with healthy habits and 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 respectful habits when it comes to interacting with older people or with authority or anything like that and then our kids class is more advanced than that for our six to 13 year olds uh we have uh, we really start them on the curriculum make sure that they are uh learning their forms, their one steps, making sure that they uh, can do what is required of them uh, as they progress through the ranks. And that also includes uh, physically. I have a, a curriculum of, of physical ability that people have to meet within, you know, a time frame that they can so that they can progress. Now, of course, I've had people who have like carpal tunnel syndrome or people who, you know, they have a broken hip or something like uh, I've, I've taught people like that in the past and, and you, you do your best. Like that's our motto. Best Academy of Martial Arts is be your best. So as long as I can pull the best out of somebody, that's the goal, right? If you want to be healthier and you want to come to my studio, my goal is to inspire you to be your best. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Got it. Okay. And so it sounds like you, you serve a wide range of people. You mentioned young, young kids all the way up through senior citizen adults. Talk to us about sort of how the, how the membership of this works, because the, the financial exchange is imperative. This is a business at the end of the day, 
we're not doing it for charity. We have great intentions and in wanting to help people achieve their best, but there has to be some sort of monetary exchange at some point along the way. How does that work for you? Is this a, a monthly membership? Are people paying for a certain amount of classes? What does that look like? I offer monthly memberships. Uh, the very first month when people first join, um, back when I, before I had this space, I was very lax about um, getting people in uniform, getting people, you know, ready to go. If they were, if they wanted to do that and they, they were ready um, to pay, like I was more than happy to, to assist them with that. But um, back then it was, I pretty much had a, this idea that like when they join, um, you know, as long as they're paying their monthly membership, I'll train them. And then before they can test, I need them to be in uniform and, you know, uh, be a, a official member of the the WTSDA and and all this stuff, which is a, a whole nother you know cost. Um, but since I've moved into this new location, I really am pushing more towards making sure people get in uniform as soon as possible, making sure they're signed up with memberships as soon as possible. Because what I've seen since I've started doing that is that people take it more seriously and the turnover rate is not as much. People are more likely to stick around if you get them uh, acclimated to the situation sooner instead of just letting them dip their toes in and, and, and just like, I don't know if I want to do this or not. Get them in, get them in uniform, get them out there training and, uh, and they're more likely to stay. Sure. Um, so what we do is the first month we charge a hundred dollars and that hundred dollars uh, covers uh, uniform cost, and um, that cost uniform cost the membership fees, like any any. Uh, it's it's pretty much just a down payment on your on your training, and then after that, it's just regular monthly prices. Um, and yeah, we 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 uh, charge at the beginning of every month. We have a three month testing cycle, but it's based off of recommendations. So I see you train. Um, whenever the time for the next test comes, I'll tell you whether or not you're ready. And if you're ready, I'll recommend you. And we have a pre-test the, the week before, and then you just do the same thing again at your test and, uh, and you're good to go. So really it's, it's not just like you can be lazy and then, and then give it your all at your test. You have to, you have to be present and you have to be um, putting in your best in order to continue going up the ranks. All right. And, and so monthly membership is, is the way we go. And that seems to be the gold standard, at least in the industry, to your point, for a number of reasons. Talk to us a little bit about the marketing that goes into this. You mentioned early on, this is a business and you want to see it grow beyond where you are now. Inevitably, that leads us to a conversation about marketing. And so what does that mean to you? How are you generating interest in this business? So back in East Mississippi, Tungsado, it was a huge studio. It was, uh, we would have anywhere from 100 to 150 students at any time. Like it was a very big studio. And, uh, and I, when I was an instructor there, that's mainly when I instructed such a wide range of people, you know, I've, I've, I've trained four-year-olds and I've trained grandmas and grandpas like, uh, and, um, so my apologies. Let me gather my thoughts for a second. Sure. So when it comes to marketing, uh, 
East Mississippi Tonks Dough didn't really have to market that much. They were they were the big kahuna in town. If you wanted to take martial arts, if you wanted to do karate, you went to East Mississippi Tonks Dough. That was what you had. Here, like I said before, the competition's a lot more strict. Um, there's a lot of really good competition. And um, and that's fine, and that's healthy, and that shows that there's a a demand for it, which is great. Uh, but it's it was definitely a challenge getting out there and marketing myself coming into the situation because I started out with practically no money. I was coming out of college, and I was like, um, you know, I thought I would start with this big group, and it would start funding itself, you know, and uh, and that's not what happened, and. So instead, uh, I really started out with flyers. I would put flyers out everywhere. And in Columbus, there's a lot of local businesses. And I found that local businesses tend to help other local businesses more than like chains will. Um, if a chain has like a, a board, you know, put it up there on the board, like Starbucks and my town has like a board where you can put up flyers and stuff. And you should always do that. But um, if you're actually looking to put up like flyers in people's windows and stuff, going local helps a lot. Um, word of mouth is awesome. That's like the number one generator of new students when it comes to like martial arts and stuff, especially with kids. Kids take a karate class. And they're like, tell their friends about it and the friends want to do it and blah, blah, blah. And uh, really getting that started, though, is it's it's difficult. Um, families is always a big one. Um, getting people to train as a family um, that that can help grow your numbers quite a bit. Uh, sure. But it, but it can be difficult, especially if you don't have a lot of students like I don't have a huge adults class. It's my smallest class. And when people you know, even if they want to, if they walk in and they find out that you only have like one or two adult students, they, they look at and they, you know, they get shy. They don't want to do it They're, uh They become self-conscious, which is a shame because there's nothing to be self-conscious about, sure. but you know, people, a lot of people see martial arts as a kid's activity, which once again, it's a shame, but yeah. that's the world we live in. And, and therein lies the problem with starting a business like this is of course we want to add members to what we're doing but a lot of activity a lot of marketing requires dollars and unless we have more members we're not bringing in a ton of money and so it's sort of a, a chicken or the egg sort of thing do we spend the money to get members in do we hope members come in so we have money to spend to get more people in it can be a quite a conundrum right oh yeah that's uh that's kind of the problem we had for the longest time we've just started doing um digital advertising um okay. so you know social media advertising uh yeah. we're very early on in the process right now of that uh but you know according to the analytics it does get garner attention um something else that i do uh or let me finish that thought by saying we're early on in this process and we're trying to out different social media. So, you know, we will try Facebook one month and then we'll go and we'll try, you know, Snapchat or we'll try uh, Twitter, YouTube. I would love to do a YouTube commercial and, and market it locally and see how that does. Mm -hmm. I think that's, that's something on the agenda. Uh, something I want to try very soon. Um, something else that I do that is kind of a, a, a nifty trick to getting, eyes on your business is I work with a lot of nonprofits um, doing events 
can really help get eyes on you. And um, for example, I, I work at the radio station. So a lot of times people will come and uh, spread their nonprofit through the radio station and, you know, we'll run PSAs for them or stuff. And I'll find out about them and be like, Hey, I run this business. Is there anything I can do to help you out? Can we collaborate? You know? And so as long as you're not charging them any money and you're helping them out, a lot of times they'll they'll let you come out and do a demonstration or they'll let you come out and, you know, teach a class or anything. And then all you need to do for your compensation is be like, Hey, let me hand out flyers at the end of this course. So you can come out. Uh, I'm doing something um, next weekend for the Humane Society here in Columbus called Power for Pets. And I'm going to go out there, teach a class, and uh, I'm raising money for them. Uh, I'm not making any money off of it. But at the end of my class, I'm going to say, hey, if you enjoyed that, you should come to our class. Uh, you know, here you go. Here's all the information you need. Uh, I'd love to see you there. Boom. And there's some free advertising for you. It's yeah. it's work. It's hard, but I mean, like that's that when you don't have money to throw it, throw it. Yeah, stuff, it's, that's kind of what you have to do. The resources we have available, time, effort, money, it's going to whatever we do is going to take something of those three. And, and a lot of the time, a combination and any traction is good traction in a, in a situation like this. I would imagine and I, and I sort of want to pick your brain here, the, the people interested in martial arts and more specifically your Tang Sudo, Tang Sudo brand of martial arts has got to be a fairly niched down pool of people. Have you considered opening it up and, and maybe adding on other services to be able to grow this? Uh, well, that is something that I want to do whenever uh, we have a um, actual building. Like right now, I'm still renting a place. It's not mine. So, um, you know, I have my students, they pay their fees. Those fees go to help pay for the building. And then everything else gets set aside and saved for, you know, the future of our business. And hopefully we can go somewhere with it. Um, That's the goal. But uh, right now, you know, I I, I teach what I teach and then, and it it pays for itself. And this is the first time since, since I've moved into the space six years after I opened doors, uh, it's the first time that it's, it started paying for itself. Like yeah. I'm not paying out of pocket at all um, for, for the space. And that's a really nice feeling. That's an exciting um, place to be is now we've got this foundation laid and you can build from here moving forward. That's, I mean, that's a important part of this. Obviously you mentioned it's one thing to talk in generalities. Yes. We want to grow a business our whole conversation thus far has been how do we get from, from A to B in terms of running a business in our industry for you, Jonathan, what is the B what, what's the the big vision that we're striving towards? Well, what I would like to do is um, pull back on my radio job a little bit and push forward more on, on being a martial arts instructor, not necessarily going full time, but I would love to be there every day. Um, so my goal right now is to move into a building downtown and somewhere that has big windows and a lot of foot traffic where people can walk by, see what we're doing, become interested and so on and so forth and um, let it be a naturally growing thing. Um, 
that's that's the immediate next step and once i have a space like that that i can call my own like even though i'm renting the space you can customize it a bit more than you can renting like an aerobics room and a uh, <laughs> at a university so uh once i have a space that i can customize and, and call it my own a little bit and I, I have a key to it and i can access it at any time of day that kind of that kind of thing I uh, want to offer more classes and offer more diverse classes, whether that just be like having time for um, specifically weapons training or having time for specifically, you know, like uh, having open mad, having, you know, just varied classes that people can come through throughout the day on top of their regular, regularly scheduled classes to progress. Um, also, my wife is a art major like she she graduated from the same university i did she's a very artistic person and uh she wants to use the space as well for um you know uh doing uh classes or or events like maybe like like a i don't know paint your pet or something like that like there's there's plenty of opportunities there to brainstorm and uh come up with ideas of, of things to just generate additional income whenever you're using a building like that uh parents night outs stuff like that um pizza parties movie nights you know just uh, income stuff um because that's the thing is like as a martial artist i you know I can't help but to have an opinion when I see other studios, you know, and I feel like there's a, uh, it's kind of this weird thing as we move more and more into the future, of it becoming a gimmick. And that sucks. I don't like to see that. Um, I don't really see it as a gimmicky thing. Um, I think it's, it's very good and very important for people yeah. to, you know, learn some self-discipline and, 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 you know, sometimes it's like hard work and it needs to be hard work. And um, I see a lot of uh, a lot of gimmicky stuff, and I try. I want to stay away from that as much as possible. But sometimes you have to. Um, sometimes you have to do a little bit to to make ends meet, you know, to make the money, and that well, sucks. You know. Well, I think I've seen a lot of martial arts studios, and I don't know if if this is what you're talking about, but it doesn't seem like a gimmick to me. Whereas they have sort of two pronged approach to their services and. Yes, of course, we have the tried and true martial arts, learning the actual art of it. And then the other aspect of like a little bit more generalized, almost like a like a group class, like a boot camp, almost more focused on health, fitness, wellness aspect. Oh. Is that something that you guys have considered? Oh yeah, like that that like having summer camps and 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 boot camps and stuff like that would absolutely be something I'd be willing to to do um if I had a class. I've actually had uh students now or parents of students now who have asked me, "Hey, do you guys have any summer camps or anything?" Right. And I would love to offer that to them, but at the moment I don't. And, and absolutely not. That's not really what I was talking about when it comes sure, to sure, sure. gimmicky okay. stuff. I mean more uh I don't want to I'm not trying to I don't want to make anybody feel bad if I if I go yeah. too far into it. Yeah, well, I think in any everybody industry, runs their business. There's good examples and there's bad examples. Of yeah, absolutely. And so yeah. we don't want to be the poor side of that. Jonathan, <laughs> I think uh, that's a pretty good place for us to start to wrap this up. But before we sign out of here entirely, I want to give you the opportunity to tell people 
where they can learn a little bit more about this? Is there a website? Is there social media? Where can they go? Uh, you can find me at best, that's B-E-S-T apostrophe S Academy of Martial Arts. Um, we have a Facebook page. We have an Instagram page. Um, we have a TikTok. <laughs> so uh, those are the three big main ones. So if you look up uh, Best Academy of Martial Arts or just at Best Academy without the apostrophe, you should be able to find us. Yep. That's perfect. Jonathan, I really appreciate your time here. I think it's it's always useful to look at different examples and, and pull what we can in terms of emulating success and, and growing businesses in a, in a venture like this. And it sounds like you are very much so looking to grow this. And, and so we'll have to check in on you and see how things go for you down the line. Absolutely. I'd love to love to come back someday. Absolutely. Jonathan, thank you for your time. To everyone who tuned in today, thank you as well. Don't forget, if you'd like to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you're interested in joining us to talk about your business model within the industry, click the link in the description, fill it out. Our team will be in touch with you soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lord's out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is JJ Hernandez, and joining us on the show today is Ryan Rocha out of California. What's going on, brother? How are you doing today? Nothing much. It's Rocha. 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 My apologies. My apologies. No. You literally just told me. <laughs> Probably if my mom would have heard that, she would have gotten mad. So. <laughs> look, look, we're excited to have you on here. We're definitely able to go in and dive into the nitty gritty of what you have going on. But um, before we do that, you know, first, tell us a little bit about how you describe your business to people and what made you get started in the first place? Um, we are a CrossFit gym. We are CrossFit Lamore. Uh, we've been in business for going on 10 years this year. Um, and we are really, how do you say, we, we're uh, focused on the longevity side of the CrossFit. We're not, I wouldn't say that we are um trying to be a competitive gym we are trying to be something that's going to be um vital and a vital part of of our community's uh lifestyle for the long term so um that's what we do um doesn't mean that it's wrong or right but that's just what we do so and totally. like why i got into it i was unhealthy as fuck when i was about 34 years old and i decided i needed to make a change for my life and I was uh, pretty heavy into sports growing up and played a lot of football a lot of baseball um, and after my last football game in junior college I started raising a family and I didn't walk back into the gym for a while so um, I was I stumbled upon CrossFit and it changed my life um, it reminded me of football gave me that team atmosphere and I brought it to our small little town here in Lamore, California. 
and it's been going strong for the last 10 years. So that's what I do. I love that. I love that. And, um, you know, I mean, as a CrossFit gym, I know obviously a lot of it's centered on group coaching, sometimes semi-private and whatnot, but um, as a member, what options of services do you have to choose from, right? Is it is it just CrossFit classes and group coaching? Is there one-on-one PT? What does that look like for you guys? So the pandemic has really changed the way that we uh, go about business now. Um, we used to just be CrossFit uh, all day long. Um, and then we, we uh, started doing more of a, like a higher intensity, low, uh, I'd say not a lot of barbell movement um classes we did a couple of those and it it worked good until it didn't right and so um i would say that before the pandemic we were strictly doing crossfit classes and then um i used the pandemic to help me change what was broke in the in the with the business and so um it was very unsustainable for me as a coach to do all eight classes nine classes a day uh for the last nine years and so um i was starting to get burned out i had to bring on some other coaches and we just i just started really looking at the business as a whole uh we reduced our class sizes down we opened up a second room and now we provide a a performance class a fitness class and a build class so uh, they're all basically um Cross that, that CrossFit's at the heart of it, right? They're all functional movements, um, but there's an emphasis uh, leaning, you know, hard towards one uh, modality towards the other. So if you're going to be wanting to compete, you're going to be taking more of that CrossFit, uh, that performance class, where we are doing a lot of heavy snatches and and cleans and uh, deadlifts and front squats and all of the uh, overhead squats, um, but there's a huge population in our small town that should never snatch, should never try to overhead squat. And so we have to try to provide something for them. Um, and so that's where that fitness uh, class will come in. And um, it's still cardio based, you know, like there's still a lot of cardio in CrossFit. Sure. Um, and then we have our build class. That is, it took me the last two years, we've been really, uh, trying to hone this class down and it's turning into be probably our most popular class and it's um i would say it's functional bodybuilding um with a with a crossfit flair to it um and it's it's really allowing a lot of our older members that have been broken just by life not necessarily from the gym or whatnot uh, me, me included um I just had a shoulder replacement at 44 years old uh, wow. because of all of my football um, years of dislocations and football, and it just caught up to me, right? So I've had, a dis- I've had to um, really modify my training, and it opened my eyes to a lot of other people that are um, maybe being left out as far as the gym is concerned, right? And so instead of um, being told that you can't do something, we need to find out what you can do and try to work on that. And um, so that's our build program. And it's it's a 60 minute class, just like our CrossFit and our fitness classes. And um, it's a little bit slower pace, 
a lot of time under tension, a lot of, a lot of tempo training. And then we come, come together at the end and hit basically a little cross uh, workout at the end. So that's what we do with that class. Gotcha. Gotcha. And, and Ryan, how many, how many members are you guys at currently? Right now we're, we're bouncing between about 150 and 135 members. Uh, we are in a military uh, community. And so we have a lot of deployments and a lot of detachments. And so it'll fluctuate. Um, usually every two years, we'll get a new group of people in and we'll lose a whole bunch of awesome people um, just to, you know, they're every two years, they seem to cycle out and cycle in. So, sure. Yeah. And, uh, and so let's, I'll use myself as the avatar here. So if I came in and, and I wanted to get started, you know, um, what, what would I have to pay uh, to become a member? Well, we charge 150 a month and that's um, unlimited membership, right? We have a two day membership, uh, depending on what your, what your goals are, right? So we're going to sit down with you and we're going to make sure that we are uh, trying to lead you into the right direction as far as what class to put you in. And um, so after we figure that out, we'll we'd put you into whatever class that you were needing. And depending on um, if you were going to be here full time, five days a week, um, unlimited membership or uh, we can we have a two day membership as well. So um, gotcha. not too many yeah. two day membership. Of course, I would assume not. So. And, uh, and and on the topic of, of, of members and clients here. So. For you, um, I mean, obviously, I know you're in a unique scenario where you're you're uh, you're in a military town, like I said. So, um, what has been the best method for you to find new clients? Uh, word of mouth has been um, our main source of um, you know leads uh, up until this point, and so we are trying to do a little bit more. You know, we do a lot of social media stuff and just just trying to tell the story about who we are, not necessarily, um, you know, there's, there's other gyms in town, right. And there's another CrossFit uh, gym in the neighboring town and everybody does their deal and they do it well. You know I mean? It's everybody, there's enough space for everybody, uh, in the, in this, uh, fitness space. Um, but we just try to show people what we do because we are, I feel a little bit, uh, unique, compared to some of the other gyms that are in town. So, gotcha. so yeah. a story on, on Facebook, Instagram, and, and uh, try to show, do a lot of uh, member highlights and showing what they do. And that, that tends to be uh, a lot more effective, at least from my standpoint, than say um, Facebook marketing and whatnot. And yeah. So, yeah, I think I think it feels more real. People can relate to it, um, and I would understand that. And especially if you're you're, you're showcasing people in your community, again, they're not only are they relating to the fact that they're out of shape as well, or that they need to improve, but the fact that they're <laughs> not even five minutes away from them or whatnot. So I love that. And um, so let's say traffic was never a concern, Ryan, and you could have unlimited traffic. What would be your cutoff of total amount of members, or like the max you could hypothetically handle? Mm, now that we have two rooms and um, we could handle 200 plus members easy uh, with the two rooms. Um, but realistically, because we are doing personal training now, we uh, have opened up a uh, fitness or a nutrition coaching uh, part of the business as well. Um, 
you know, if we could stay around 150 members and service them the best we can, um, and I can pay my coaches a salary that's going to make them want to be here instead of it be their third job or something that they just do for fun. And so when they come in or, or for a membership um, and they only give it, you know, half, half ass uh, to our clients, you know, um, that's really the deal. So if I can keep my coaches happy and make them want to continue to learn and become better, it's going to be better for everybody. Right. And so, uh, you know, with minimum wage going up, we just upped our, upped our costs a little bit so I can pay my, my coaches more. Um, I'm really, uh, have really changed my outlook on things. It's not just a job for me anymore. I'm trying to make this a living for my coaches and, um, you know, so they can, so they can do this and make a decent living, you know, and California is not cheap to live. And so, um, when you can go to in and out burger and make 15 bucks an hour, 20 bucks an hour. Um, I think that you probably need, if you, you would probably want a coach that's going to uh, be watching over your health and fitness, probably a little bit more than a minimum wage job. Right. And so you, you would probably want more, uh, more attention and somebody that really cares about what they're doing. And, um, that's what we're trying to do here. Um, yeah with our coaches completely and i and i love that i think i think the, the care for not only your clients but your your staff at, simultaneously it really goes to show that you know this is bigger than, than just you and, and and the financial gratification and i think that's something that that a lot of gym owners sometimes you know for, forget for, you know i, mean, I think I genuinely they do so it, I, that's, it is not about me this whole deal is not about me of um, and if it is about me and my name is on the front and crossfit ryan or whatever the fuck you know it's not it's not gonna last i went ronald mcdonald doesn't fucking work at every fucking mcdonald's i need coaches that are gonna help me build this up and so this is going to last for some you know for a long time not just after i stop coaching or if i sell it it, it can the brand itself is going to be able to stand on stand on its own it's not going to die with me and so that's what we're trying to do yeah, a hundred percent. And now let's take a step back from from clients and let's talk about leads. So, if if I came in and I was interested, right, and I heard about the gym from a friend or whatnot, um, talk to me about the client journey, right? So, if if I, I wanted to join, is there a sales process that I would have to go through and then get onboarded, or yes. what does that look like for you guys? So it depends on what class you're going to be going into. If you're going to be going into our build class, it's um, we don't onboard anybody on that, but you will uh, go, um, you will sit down with one of my, my coaches that will go over um, all of our programs, everything that we offer, uh, making sure that we are um, giving you the best service possible, right? Um, and if you are wanting to go into more of a CrossFit class, something that's gonna be a little bit more high intensity, um, a little bit faster, faster pace, um, we will um, sign you up for that class. We'll send you on a, into a two-day uh, PT session, basically, and um, just go over basic movements. And we'll do we'll uh, in body give you an in body check out your 
um, what your body fat and muscle mass and everything, what that looks like. So we can come back in uh, every 30 to 60 days uh, and show you how you're progressing. Um, and that's what we do as far as um, your, your inboarding or uh, for new members. So they'll, they'll go to CrossFitLamore.com. They'll click on a, on a, a link that'll, they can put all their personal information and whatnot, and then they'll get a they'll get an email back. They'll set up an uh, a face to face no sweat intro, and then they'll 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 onboard and get into class. If they're doing the build class, we'll sign them up, get their asses to work as fast as we can. So, yeah, okay. sorry, no, it's just the the build class is it's a little bit less um, complicated, right? So we do a lot. Of, it's it's basically bodybuilding. So and um, and so we don't necessarily need to onboard them and teach them how to do a, a chest lie or a bent over row. We can do that. Yeah. I gotcha. And, and do you do all the selling yourself? Say that one more time. Sorry. Yeah. Do 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 you do all the selling yourself? No, I have um, I have a coach that does that. My coach gotcha. Brianna helps help me with that. So awesome. Yeah. And, and so what I want to do here, I think uh, turning the tables a little bit and doing some self-reflection is always good. And I think it's a good question and it's a little bit of a longer one. So if you, I'll try to go slow on it. If you need to repeat anything, just let me know, cause there's a little, there's a bunch of moving parts to it. So uh, there's typically about five pillars of business that we use in any business, but there's three that we use more predominantly in the fitness and gym world uh, more than any. And that's going to be your lead generation, which is your marketing your client acquisition, which is your sales, and then your retention and ascension, which is keeping your clients longer and getting them to buy more from you in the process. Of those three, where do you feel like you could improve the most? Definitely like our marketing, right? So once we get them in the door, we keep them. I have members that are have been here since the very first day. Um, and so, I mean, um, we once once they get in and they... And they uh, they see what we're doing and they feel what we're doing and they feel the difference as far as our coaching. And um, we try to care, right? So it, it's not hard to be a good coach. You can go and take all kinds of, you know, seminars and have all these fucking pieces of paper on the wall. You know, I got this certain, that certain, that cert. But if you don't know how to talk to your members and make them uh, really feel that you care um, about their, uh, progress in the gym. Um, no matter if you're the, the best person in the gym or the worst, you should still be getting that same amount of attention. Right. And so, um, we do very well with all of that, but our marketing, I feel, um, the way I was raised, uh, social media is very contradictory, right. As far as it's very like, to me, it seems like it's, a uh, uh, really beating your chest and look at me, you know, and, I have to get better at that because it's not about me. It's I, I do need to showcase what's happening in the gym with our members um, because we have some amazing stories uh, there in the gym and we need to get better at telling that story. And I think that that would help us with marketing a lot. Um, so I would say that that would be our, our main, need to be our main focus uh, going forward, just getting better at telling our story um, to people. I love that. I love that hundred percent. I think, um, 
Uh, one, I think I, well, I want to say this. I appreciate your honesty and transparency because I feel like a lot of people, you know, they try to make this uh, a little bit of a, of, a, of a flaunt show. And I think when you can uh, can can have that humility and, and be real with, with the viewers and yourself, I think that's a beautiful thing. And um, so what I want to jump into here, I have the last few questions for you here, Ryan. Um, and, and these are all, these are all going to be, it's a little, a little more substance in these questions as well, but um, I think it's going to be a great answer from you. And I'm, I'm kind of curious to see both of them. So uh, first one here is, you know, what's the overarching goal? What's the bigger picture for you, for the facility? What, what do you want to accomplish? There's, there's a lot of shit I want to do. Um, our main thing, our, 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 our main goal is to be able to help as many people as possible, right? Um, if I was, if I can uh, do what I wanted, if I had endless amount of money, what I would do is I would open up a, a brewery and attach my gym to it. And so we can go and bang weights and get better and then also have somewhere that we can go. And that is something that I'm looking into doing right now. So um, that is probably my 10 year goal. Uh, and so trying to do something like that, but as far as the gym goes, it's just to continue um, being the best we can. Right. And um, really trying to not get caught up in what everybody else is doing and just really focus on what we're doing and try to make our coaches uh, be the, you know, keep coaching our coaches so they can be the best that they can giving them all of the help and, uh, resources that they need so they can, you know, relay that back to their, mem uh, to our members and give them the help and support that they need. Um, because I think the last two years has really brought to the forefront. If you're not healthy, you know, you don't, uh, and that doesn't mean, um, if you can't do a ring muscle up that you're not gonna, you know, you're going to live longer, but if, if you can, you know, move your body and you can, you know, finish a mile. You don't need to run it in seven minutes, but if you can finish a mile, if you can um, do all these little things, it's going to help you. Um, if we can teach you how to eat properly, why we need to eat protein and, and what, what carbs look like, what sugars look like, you know, and really try to educate people so they can live longer, so they can be uh, there for their grandkids and um, just live a healthy life into their eighties and nineties, you know? And that's what we're trying to do. So if we can accomplish that, I would say that that's, you know, job one. So, yeah, a hundred percent. And, and, and I, I love the concept of the brewery and connecting the gym. I think that's awesome. Um, and then last question for you here, Ryan, um, you know, and I, this one, oh, it's actually laugh. I mean, like a month ago, we had this one guy who uh, I asked him the question. He walks outside for like 10 minutes to really ponder and think about the answer and he comes back to her and ready to go. So, I mean, take your time on this one if you want. Um, but, uh, you know, Ryan, if, if you can go back in time to when you first started the gym and uh, you can give that yourself that one piece of advice that you know now, uh, what would that piece of advice be for you? I'd be a little bit more optimistic or uh, open-minded to other, um, how would you say? I wouldn't have been so closed-minded uh, to other styles of exercise you know what I mean and so like um in 2011 2012 if you were doing uh bicep curls you 
you know, in a CrossFit gym, you're going to be uh, excommunicated. And um, uh, if you were trying to do uh, bent over rows instead of doing pull-ups, uh, you know, you were looked at, you know, like you're a shithead. If you didn't teach everybody that walked through the door on their very first day how to do a kipping pull-up, you know, you, were, you weren't doing them justice. And really, we should have slowed that shit down. You know, um, when you learned how to drive, your dad didn't take you to a track and, to, and had you, you know, just go balls to the wall 100 miles an hour. You know, sometimes you could be very intense, right? CrossFit is a, a functional movements uh, over broad times and modal domains, right? Um, performed at high intensity. Sometimes you can go super duper slow and your heart rate will go through the roof, right? So if I put you know, uh, 40% of your one rep max on your back and tell you to do, give me a, you know, a set of 10 back squats with a three by three tempo. It's going to feel like you were did 400 pounds on your back. Right. And so, and you were able to do it with good form, driving your knees out over your toes, keeping, you know, really ingraining that proper movement pattern in a lot of things. And then, so if you learn how to go slow, I feel that you're, in a better position to go fast uh, when time comes, right? And so um, I would have just, you know, we probably heard a lot of people, you know, uh, teaching them how to do um, kipping pull-ups when they couldn't even do one strict. And I, that is one of the, one of the things that we don't do anymore. You know, we, we make sure that people are able to do some of these more uh, complex movements that they have the strength to do them strict before we start trying to teach them how to do kipping handstand pushups or, you know, why am I going to teach a 60 year old lady how to walk on her hands if she's having a hard time just standing up out of a chair. Right. And so it's like, we got to put, you know, can't get shit twisted and we got to do what's best for them in the long run instead of just doing all the fancy shiny shit. And so me personally, that's what I would tell myself um, 10 years ago when I was starting this. But it's hard too when you're an athlete, right? You want to go fast and you want to lift heavy and you want to do all that shit. But you also need a coach there to, to hold you back and do what's right for you, you know? Yeah. No, I love that, Ryan. I think you said so many things that I could touch on, but I mean, holy cow. Look, I, I don't know. Unfortunately, I think this is a good place to wrap things up on this episode, too, because I could keep talking all day, man, if I'm being honest. And I had a great time. But, you know, before we sign out here, Ryan, please, man, shout out, you know, your Instagram, your Facebook, your website. Where can people find out more about you in the gym? Uh, we're at CrossFitLamore.com. Um, CrossFitLamore on Facebook. CrossFitLamore on, on Instagram. It's pretty simple. Um, and, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Pretty pretty straightforward that's what we do that's who we are um yeah just trying to do the best we can every day i appreciate it ryan look we absolutely appreciate your time and contribution to the podcast and we look forward to seeing what you can accomplish down the road uh to everyone who tuned in today we appreciate you as well don't forget if you want to be notified about future episodes hit the like and subscribe button if you're interested in joining talk about your business model for the fitness industry click the link in the description fill it out and our team will be in touch with you very very soon and as always till next time jim lords out 
Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Words Podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Brooke, and joining us on the show is Lisa Petrie from uh, from F45 Cross Keys in Sicklerville, New Jersey. What a mouthful. Welcome to the show, Lisa. Super excited to have you here. How are you today? I'm great, Brooke. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Just had a cup of coffee, so it's flowing through me, and I'm ready to talk to you about your business. Um, Lisa, you know, I'd like to start things off by thanking you, first of all, for being here. I think it says a lot about a business owner when they're able to take, you know, an hour away from the busy day-to-day and spend some time giving back to the industry. So thank you, Lisa, for that. Well, thank you for having me. I'm super excited. Um, I follow what you do and I think it's phenomenal how you bring on lots of gym owners and talk about their experiences. And I'm so happy to be here and excited to learn about other gyms, their struggles, their wins and, and their goals throughout the industry. Awesome. Well, we're excited to have you. You know, before we kind of dive into your business and what you have going on at your F45 location, tell us a little bit about what it was that got you started owning your own fitness business. Well, I did a workout in one of the studios in London um, before F45 was even in the States, and I absolutely fell in love with it. This definitely was not in my game plan, being a financial advisor and always in financial services, Uh, but I loved it so much. I followed them on um, YouTube, did the workout, and then one day I received a message from um, the founder about going to an owner's meeting about the possibility of becoming an owner, and I did, and long story short, here I am. Took a little trip over the ocean try to work out and it changed your life. (laughs) I've never heard that story before. You know, a lot of times we get started because we were, you know, in sports growing up, et cetera, et cetera. But your story is a little different there and that's a lot of fun. So awesome. You know, I would love for you, Lisa, to give listeners, you know, a little pitch of F45 Frost Keys, you know, What are the services you provide? The whole nine, let us know so, you know, we get a better picture of what you guys are offering. Well, we provide personal training by certified personal trainers in a team environment. 
training in a group setting with others is so motivational instead of that one-on-one and just having the trainer stand over you and telling you what to do. Our program is phenomenal. And when we partner people together to work out, like right now we have a class going on, there's about 15 people in there motivating one another along with the trainer motivating them. It's tremendous. But besides a tremendous 45 minute program that focuses on the overall body, not just arms, not just legs today, the overall body, the workouts are so tremendous that when you leave here, you feel like your entire body has been rocked. The room is always cold, even in the winter time, but in 10 minutes, your body's on fire. But besides a tremendous workout where you walk in the door and you're working your tail off for the entire 45 minutes, we have a nutritional program. F45 has put together such a phenomenal program. We're so tech savvy that we have an app called the F45 Challenge app. And within that challenge app is your weekly meal plans put together by nutritionists from around the globe. And you follow that meal plan, you do your workout, you're able to hit your goals. We keep you motivated with that. And the meals are so easy to put together, the shopping list, everything. What is inside that app is worth um, thousands of dollars and it's included in your membership. So along with that, we push that towards our challenges and throughout the year. On top of that, we give everyone a complimentary body scan because everybody has different goals. Everybody has different body types. There is no one size fits all. After we do that body scan, we will know everything your body fat percentage, your fat mass, your lean mass, your weight, and all of your inches. Then you have a consultation with our nutritionist who will ask you what your fitness goals are, what your lifestyle is, what your food likes are, and then he will design macronutrients for you to hit your goals sooner than later. Just like we track our money, right? God willing, everybody's tracking their money so they could pay their bills, save for the future. Why don't we track what we put in our body? Now that's what F45 has to offer. We offer teaching people how to have a holistic lifestyle with their food and, and with implementing a plan that you track everything just like you track for your future. Let's track how to keep our bodies in the position we want, in the health that we want. Because unfortunately, di- diabetes, heart disease, is all happens to people because of body fat percentage and, and, and not being at a healthy goal weight. And it's not to say that everybody needs to be super skinny because that's not healthy either. Everybody has their own body type and there is a set goal for each body. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. So you guys are really offering, you know, the training, but then you're offering an individualized kind of program that's going to make each person be successful in their own way. I mean, there's no two people that are exactly the same. So this program is just individualized, um, you know, and is special for each person. That's so great. So that kind of leads me to the next question that I have in mind. You know, how many current members are you guys serving at your location? 112. 112 members. Got it. So I always like to ask, is 112 members somewhere where you guys, you know, want to stop at? Or are you looking to kind of hit the gas and see new faces? 
Absolutely not. We want to see new faces. I want to be able to bring as many people in here as I can to help them with their fitness journey because it is a journey. It is not a one-stop shop. It is a journey that we are on forever. And being in a team that motivates you will definitely keep you that way because you won't walk in, you won't be bored, you'll be eager to go every day. We have people here that are dedicated Monday through Friday, 6 a.m., 7 a.m., and then our evening classes as well. And even like right now, our 10 a.m. class, these people are here every week. And that's my whole goal to bring to South Jersey is to bring a healthy lifestyle, a workout program that not only makes your entire body feel so much stronger and feel like you literally just left the gym, but only in 45 minutes not walking in. I know people who spend two hours in the gym and walk out with not even an inch of sweat. You will walk out of here feeling exhilarated and feeling your endurance, your mobility, and your overall strength increase. I'm 56 years old. My mobility and my endurance are through the roof. And that makes me so happy. Forget about the overall look on the outside of the body. It is for me the ability to be able to move and have that energy and that mobility as I age, because that's something we need, you know? Absolutely, Lisa. You know, you're just kind of telling us what we all feel, right? We get started in this industry because we want to help change lives. We want to teach people how to live a sustainable lifestyle that lasts a lifetime. And that's kind of what you guys are doing. So I'm just kind of curious, you know, what is the square footage of the space that you guys are working with right now? 2,500. So, okay, got it. So you're at 2,500 square feet. You know, general rule of thumb within the industry is, you know, about a hundred members per every thousand square feet. So hypothetically, you guys could probably fit in 250 or so members. That sound about right? Absolutely. Awesome. So, you know, since your goal is to kind of bring in new faces, right? What are you actively doing to kind of aid that growth process uh, right now? Well, we are running a lot of promotions. Um, Our promotion started um, in January and we're doing really phenomenal with them, I'm happy to say. So our promotions are where we get you in the door with a, a kickstart. So we'll bring you in for an eight-week kickstart at $99. So this way you could see if you commit yourself to a minimum of five days a week, six days a week, if you prefer, you could see the significant change within your body and your overall strength. And within that kickstart program, we also do a body scan on you. And then at the end of that eight weeks, I do another body scan, complimentary, they're worth $60 for you to see the difference. And I do motivate you. Everyone here will tell you, if I don't see you, Brooke, in a couple of days, I'm like, Brooke, where are you? What's going on? Get yourself in here. And I do, I sit down and I consult with everybody about nutrition. It is holistic. We do not eliminate carbs. We do not eliminate this, that, or the other. We do get rid of the garbage, of course, but we teach everybody how to manage macronutrients because we need to be able to figure out what we're putting in our body is right for us to sustain the weight that we want and to also sustain the health that we want. 
because that is so important together. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, you brought up the point that you guys are running, you know, promotions. Talk to us a little more about that. Where are you putting out these promotions? Is it social media? Is it Google? Is your is it your website? You know, what does that look like for you guys? Um, I'm sure it's different kind of month to month, but what does yes. it look like for you right now? It is Facebook and Instagram and um, all, all social media platforms. I'm pretty huge on LinkedIn, but that's for my um, financial professional business. So once in a while, I'll throw something out there, but Instagram is the place and Facebook is the absolute place. Our age ranges are from <clears throat> college students to, I'm gonna say our oldest member is 60. Um, and our base range basically is anywhere from 30 to 58 is where we have more of the clientele that are so committed to their their fitness goals because number one they're either planning a family or they have a family mm-hmm. and they're in business for themselves or they're working and they're looking to keep themselves as physically active as they possibly can and the pandemic did harm us however it did help us in a way because it woke a lot of people up to where am I at with this? When am I going to make time for this? So one of the goals with my marketing plan also is to focus on the professional mom that also has a family because women are so busy taking care of their professional career and their family that they tend to leave time out for themselves. They make no time for themselves. And that's where F45 is really great at because our workouts are only 45 minutes. Right. In the door and out the door and onto your way with your family, your job, whatever. And that is my goal is to help those women who really want to feel themselves feeling out of place where they feel happy again yeah. or feel comfortable again. And like I said, there is no one size fits all. All of our journeys are different. You know, our body types are different. It's not to say that everybody should be super skinny because that is not the key either. All key is to just be healthy and be at that weight where you feel comfortable at and where your body is feeling awesome. Got it. So Lisa, you know, what is your plan to kind of bring in that, you know, mom type client that you're kind of thinking about attracting? Well, we're targeting um, the area for that, you know, running specials for busy moms. And we also plan on doing an outdoor workout um, as soon as this weather gets better for us at the Gloucester County Premium Outlets. We did one in October. Um, so we're planning on that and pl- also planning on doing something at Top Golf. So this way the community could see us outside. And another huge thing that I'm doing on April 23rd. Our marketing piece is going out this week for that. We're doing a benefit for Ukraine. We're actually working with the Catholic Ukrainian Church in Philadelphia, who does a large humanitarian relief for Ukraine. Um, My son, my older son, who's my partner, his girlfriend is from the Ukraine. And just recently, we were able to get her mother and brother out of the Ukraine and over to the United States. Um, So we're looking to help the Ukraine. We're going to do a big benefit here. F45 being such a global program from around the world, Dubai, Israel, Australia, where it began. 
Europe, Spain, and Canada, just to mention a few. We, every quarter, do what we call F45 Heroes Hollywood, and we're allowed to pick a platform that's dear to us to support within our community or around the world. So this time on April 23rd, we're going to help the Ukraine. Um, and we're hoping that this marketing piece that goes out will bring in a lot of new faces to come in here and join us for a workout and then for lunch and just um, a community talk about how we can help one another across the ocean and how fortunate we are. So why not come together as a global community to help people that are suffering right now and um, losing everything they have. So. Well, Lisa, I love to hear that you're, you know, doing things with your community in mind. Yes, you're helping the world, right, by doing these things, but it's also getting your name and your brand out there and, you know, just building your business. So that's awesome. Um, <clears throat> so I love to hear that you kind of are doing the, the marketing thing. You have that figured out because I think a lot of times that's a place where a lot of gyms and business owners are kind of scared to dip into that, that kind of toes. So how many new faces are you seeing per month right now um, as a result of those marketing efforts? I started this new marketing plan with a company called Geronimo from Australia, Andrew Doza. He was actually an F45 gym owner and he put together this marketing group during the pandemic to help other gym owners. And it's been tremendous. So uh, from January 13th to date, I've signed up 52 new members and it's been phenomenal with them marketing for us on Instagram, along with their support. We chat three times a week and because they're in Australia, it's usually my time, 8.30 at night. And we support one another with ideas, tools, how to set a game plan every day, every week making sure that these tools are implemented daily because you just can't market on Friday. You just can't market on Saturday. Marketing is all day, every day. You have to have your face out there. I've learned a lot about Instagram. <laughs> so I do a lot of organic marketing as well, which is tremendous. And if you're a member here and I tag you, I always say, Brooke, please, your friends don't know me. I don't know them. So when I tag you, you did a tremendous job today. Let's show your friends what you can do. So do me a favor and repost that. And I usually get a great response from them. I love it. I love it, Lisa. So, you know, the next kind of piece that I would love to just dive into with you a little bit, is, because I think that this is an important question that really serves the people that were that are listening to the show right now. So what would you say is kind of the biggest bottleneck that you're facing within your business right now? And if you don't clear this up, it will kind of hold you back from where you want to go with this business. Okay, great question. This has been a struggle for me. <clears throat> Having trainers that can give a phenomenal experience one-on-one -on -one, because we are personal training. However, it's in a team environment. So having trainers that can give each and every person in that room the same one-on-one -on -one attention and not just during the workout but after as well how are you feeling today how's your nutrition how do you feel with your workout this week 
you did tremendous. Can I help you with this? Besides being here to help you with your form and teaching you the techniques, we need to be there for you physically and mentally. Everybody has suffered so much because of the pandemic, being locked in, not being back in the office, working from home. Oh my goodness, thank goodness my sons were old enough to not need me to sit down with them for homework or on Zoom classroom. I think I would have lost my mind if I had to do that. But everybody's been through something. It's hit them hard in some way. And um, everyone got addicted to social media, not that one-on-one -on -one attention. So it is so important for us to be there for everyone. Not saying that when you walk in, we're gonna get into your personal business, but let you know that we are here for you through all of your, your greatness and through all of your struggles, because we are a community. And if you're working out here four to five days a week, we want you to feel like you are part of our family. And if you read my reviews on Google, it speaks for themselves. We try to do get togethers here at the studio for the holidays where we all just get together and let our hair down. And it's funny because when we walk through the door with our makeup and our hair nicely done and our high heels, our, our boots or whatever the men are wearing, everybody's like, wow, look how great you look. Because we're used to seeing each other all sweaty and you know hair grunged up or whatever. But I think that's huge. Right. That it's not just Brooke is coming into my gym and I don't even know anything about her personally. She knows nothing about me personally. We have no connection. I just take her money every month. I don't want that. I want you to feel like this is a safe place for you. And I am here to help you throughout everything. Yeah, and definitely. I hope you'll be there for me as well like that. So. Yeah, definitely, Lisa. That's why a lot of people get into group fitness in the first place is because they need that extra like push. They need that extra attention from the coach. They need the coach to know things about their personal life, you know, because they might not have somebody, you know, if they're a stay-at-home mom, like this is probably the one place that they get to go to every single day. I remember like when I, when my little one was young and I started CrossFit, like CrossFit was the only place I got to go through, go to in my day where I didn't have my kids. So yeah, the coaches were the people that I got to talk to and got to know me. And that's, that's definitely, you know, a huge piece. Do you yeah. think that, you know, getting the right staff in place is something that kind of plays into the retention of your members yes. sticking? Absolutely. And being able to have trainers as your employees, where they feel like this is also part of theirs, not just that they're an employee, because right. I believe your relationship with your employees should be that way. Of course, with um, setting boundaries as well, but it's so important for them to feel like this is part of their business as well. So besides paying people well, you have to also give them incentives. So we've come up with a game plan here where once you become an employee, I ask you, what are your goals for this week? You know, what are your goals to grow as a trainer? What are your goals to have five of these members say, well, I want to work out in Brooke's class today instead of Tony's class, right? What are your personal growth goals to also come into the sales end of the business? Because we give commissions as well. So I believe um, besides training them under our F45 Academy and teaching them our technique, it's so important to also teach them how to market themselves. 
and how to have good relationships, not just with their employee, but with the people that they're training. Got it. Wow. Definitely important to develop your staff. Um, Thank you for kind of sharing that with us. You know, Another question I like to ask is if you could kind of have a magic wand, Lisa, um, snap your fingers and boom, the business is right where you want it to be today. What would that look like for you? That would be phenomenal. (laughs) Every day when I wake up, that's that's my goal. Um, I don't think about yesterday because yesterday's out the road. I wake up every day and I just push forward towards my goals. So I'm hoping by the end of this year to be where I want to be and just bring on this tremendous experience to everyone. Even though we have summer coming up right now and I know that people will fall off because a lot of people in this area have places down the shore. My goal is to bring in the college students that are home and, and, and give them the experience as well and anyone that is still in the area. So yeah, um, that is my goal is, cause I've been here since July, 2019, is to have an entire class packed every day. We run five classes for the adults daily. We run one class daily for Prodigy, which is ages 11 through 17. And this summer I hope to bring more of the youth into the program instead of having them sitting at home on the Xbox or whatever, teaching them healthy habits and preparing them for their sports um, that they'll be doing in the fall. So yeah, that that's my goal and that would look phenomenal. And that's what we're pushing towards, so. Awesome. It sounds like, you know, the goal is just to fill the space, get as many people in there, change as many lives as you can. Um, You know, as we kind of close the episode today, Lisa, I would love for you to kind of give us what I like to call the mic drop moment. Tell us a word of advice that somebody gave you along the way that has really resonated with you as a fitness business owner. Well, I've been in different businesses throughout my life. So the one advice that um, I think is huge is confidence and perseverance. You have to push through every day and you have to have confidence in yourself and the ability to learn every day because we're learning every day. So your biggest resource should always be gaining knowledge, whether it's through books or whether it's through communicating with other people that are in your industry or within the business realm. Because a lot of people that go into opening up gyms absolute don't have any business background and i think having a business background is huge when i decided to do this i've worked out my entire life but i was not a personal trainer but when i decided to do this i wanted to be able to run every aspect of the business so i became a certified personal trainer Uh, but i think the greatest thing we could ever have in life is confidence within ourselves If you don't have confidence within yourself, you're not going to move forward towards any circle, any road that you're choosing to create a path for in your life. And if you have confidence in yourself, you promote that to the people that walk through your door that may not have that. And and teaching everybody the ability to always be learning, always learn. 
Absolutely. They say confidence is key for a reason. Um, so that's a great kind of word of advice. Lisa, where can we find you guys on social media so you know our listeners can check you guys out? F45 Training Cross Keys on Instagram, F45 Training Cross Keys on Facebook, and also Lisa Ann Petrie on Facebook. Um, so that's where you can find us and Instagram. So well, I'm super excited. Give us a follow. Yeah, for sure. Hopefully you'll get some follows kind of flooded in there. Thank you, Lisa, for your time today. And for our listeners, thank you guys as well. Don't forget, if you want to stay notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. And if you are interested in joining us on a future episode, go ahead and fill out the link in the description. We will be in touch with you soon. As always, until next time, Gym Lords out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets, at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, Tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.